This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. It's Kramer and Jess, and we have got Victoria from Carroll County on. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Is your dog going to die? God. Uh, I'm guessing you saw Instagram this weekend. Yes. Man, Kiki's not doing good, guys. Mm -hmm. What a bummer. Um, So backstory, if you're new to our show, I've got an almost 14-year-old chihuahua. Her name is Kiki, and she is my child. Like, longest relationship I've had, right, than my immediate family. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been with me through all the craziness that I've been through the last couple of years. She's been my my dog, right? Yeah. My person. I don't say my person, but literally, she's, like, been my person through all this, right? Yeah. And Kiki got diagnosed with a heart condition four years ago, almost four years ago. And they gave her 18 months to live, and she's been a trooper, right? What was it now? Maybe, like three months ago now she had this episode where she just passed out on me Mm -hmm. like she just literally just just toppled over and that was kind of like to me okay this first off way longer than we expected right like thank god because like 18 months is not a long time Mm -hmm. but it's when i really had to like kind of go back to a cardiologist up in towson with her and kind of figure out what was going on he gave her six to 12 months left um, she's not doing great. She is having some breathing problems now. Her belly is starting to get filled with fluid from her heart. Mm. And at that point, you know, you're kind of... And she's so tiny. Yeah, you can tell it. She's just, she's really uncomfortable at this point. Yeah. So I'm at a really weird crossroad right now. And I know any pet owner has to go through this where like you wonder, like is today, like, like, when, when, when? Because you don't want to see your dog suffer. Mm-hmm. It's like the worst. Uh, but you, you never, you, you just, ugh. You just never want to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of. I think all pet owners just hope that you come home one day and they've peacefully passed away. I don't know that I'm gonna get that luxury. I think that if sooner than later, I'm probably gonna have to be the decision maker of like what actually happens with Kiki and yeah. I don't know if I'm if I'm ready for that. Yeah. 
Have you ever had to put a pet down before, Jess? Even we've never had to put a pet down, but like the, I, they they were put down, but I was so young that it was you know oh they went off to you yeah, know would you never a had to make a decision place. before yeah and obviously it was devastating, but as a kid I think like my parents handled that differently. I've, yeah. I've never had I've, as an adult I haven't had to make that decision because you just don't. I mean I don't want her to be in pain, mm-hmm. and we had the luxury of being able to offer that to our animals. You know so they don't they don't have to sit there in pain. Mm-hmm. Victoria, have you ever had to be you know decide? Your pet's last day? I, I'm like, Jess, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents did when I was younger for two dogs. Yeah. And it was really, really hard. And, I mean, I know they did it out of the best of both pets because one had brain cancer. Yeah. And the other one was just, she was older and just, I'm, we're not sure what was wrong with her, but we know something was. Yeah. And, so it was it's hard it was it, just the hardest decision to make it's tough it's i've had to do this with one dog before and i'll tell you when i did it i was glad but up until that it's not something you look forward to mm-hmm. it's not something you look forward to so uh, thank you does that answer your question kind of where kiki's at right now yes yeah so if you want to keep kiki and your thoughts and your prayers and all that good stuff i know that little five pound nugget could use it so Yes, thinking about Kiki. Thank you. And thank you for asking, by the way. You're welcome. We're talking about end of life for pets. I know it's not the most fun radio topic to come through, but that's what I'm going through right now with my dog Kiki. We're, she's four, almost 14. She has a heart condition. They didn't expect her to live this long in the first place. So we're kind of on borrowed time, but it's just getting to a point where I'm now debating when, as a decent pet owner, mm-hmm. is it time to like say goodbye, you know? Hey, Gail from Eldersburg. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Oh, you know, it's it's never the the fun time of pet ownership. That's for sure. It never is. Yeah. Um, probably in the last year, I've had to put two of my pets away. Oh God, I'm s- I'm and, so sorry. Uh, That's so much. Easy. I had to put both rabbits. I have three dogs, so I can just imagine what it's like for a dog who you've had even longer. But I had my rabbit for twelve years. Yeah, it is just. And, it uh, seems like the worst. Never easy. Never, never easy. And, you you go back and forth as to how much you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and, um, but, you know, you have to be at peace with whatever you do. Yeah. So, I mean, my suggestion is talk to the vet um, at the point where the vet's like, okay, she's suffering. Yeah. Then that's, that's where I would be like, okay, well, I can't do that to my pet. I can't do that to somebody I love. Um and you know what what's the next step and i think that might make it a little easier if you have somebody who's a professional who takes care of her and who wants the best for her yeah who knows whether they can do anything more that's true that's that's a good that's a good point i don't think i know enough yet because we're just now entering into like the the danger zone if you will so that's yeah. that's actually really yeah. good give lots of treats and lots of love and uh Well, I hope so, too. Thank you for saying that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. The question should not be, are you ready? It should be, are we ready? Can we open our eyes? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But we don't have a say when this show starts, people. We're contractually obligated to start right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it was up to us, we'd start at 8. Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) I get jealous of people like Priestley, you know? Priestley comes in. always in a good mood. Always in a good mood. 2 o'clock, he rolls in here. He rolls at 7. Always has the energy for, like, gatherings. Yeah. Living his life, you know? Yeah. But 6 o'clock club, we don't get that luxury. And that's why we're here together. Because for some reason, for whatever reason, and actually, it could be a good question to ask today. Like, why are you part of the 6 o'clock club? And I will say, we all get to see the prettiest time of the day, though. It's all right. We get to enjoy that could, part together. I can live without it. I'm just saying, like, this is my favorite part. Like, when, when like the sun's not too bright yet, but you know it's, like, coming. It's, like, this magical time. It's, like, opposite um, magic hour, you know? It is. This is the magic hour. Well, magic hour is in the afternoon when the sun's going down. I don't think there's a magic hour in the morning. No, magic hour is when you can get into Disney parks early. Okay. This is magic That's- hour. Not real. Uh, 410-583-1065. Why are you part of our 6 o'clock club? Yeah. For those that are checking in today, I'd love to know, like, why? Why are you up this early? Is it, I'm guessing it's probably school or work, but maybe there's another reason of what you're doing up right now. 410-583-1065. Jess. Veronica, good morning. John the Wheelman is here. Stephanie in Nottingham. Three more sleeves for Kathy in Parkville. Uh, Darren, the flight attendant. Good morning, Mr. W. Terrence Parker's Mimi. Cheryl, beautiful Beverly. Jess in Aberdeen. Our Greek goddess, Diana from Annapolis. Good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Stephanie Lynn, it's the last day of school. Congratulations. Nice. That's fun. Christine, good morning. Lisa, John, the Annapolis locator. Uh, four more sleeps for CCPS. Man. Anthony from Catonsville. Good morning. Francesca, the nurse. Hello. Uncle Coco from Hunt Valley. Good morning. Lori is here. W. UB from Glen Burnie. Maddie, the teacher, has 12 more days at AACPS. Amazing. Naima from Elston, good morning. D-Rod, the crew chief. Sherry from Severn is here. Adrian, seven more school wake-ups for BCPS and Cowboy. Good morning. It's all over the place. Some of you guys done today. That, some of you guys done in two weeks. But no matter what, we're going to miss you. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. 
Number three. Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to recognize the impact that the LGBTQIA plus community has had on our history. And on this day in 1954, computer scientist, mathematician, and legendary World War II codebreaker Alan Turing died of self-inflicted cyanide poisoning. Mm. Turing was instrumental in cracking intercepted coded messages that enabled the Allies to defeat the Nazis, thus win World War II. But in 1952, Turing was convicted of indecency for having a romantic relationship with a man, and he committed suicide three years later. Uh, in 2009, 55 years after his death, the British government released a statement apologizing for the appalling treatment Turing had received. And in 2011, he was officially pardoned of the charge of indecency. That's so sad. And that's why, honestly, pride is so important. Mm -hmm. Why we take time every morning to stop down. And just remind you that it is Pride Month, and it's more than just Nike having a rainbow logo, you know? Right. But this is because of the terrible way that gay people were treated for so long. Mm -hmm. So, like, this man was, this is not, what, 52, you said? What year was it? 1952, he was convicted. That's 70 years ago. Some of y'all were alive, mm -hmm. okay? Or, like, your parents were alive. Or your grandparents were alive. I'm like, that was happening. So we've come a long way. We absolutely have come a long way. We have a long way to go, but this is why pride is so important. Number two. Barks announced that they are critically low on space for animals in need of their services. They only have a few available kennels remaining, and they recently just received an alert that Baltimore City Animal Control would be bringing in animals uh, related to a hoarding case. So to alleviate the housing pressure, adopt adoption fees are waived at their shelter. The location, 2490 Giles Road, now through Sunday. They have hundreds of healthy, happy, adoptable dogs and cats that need homes. People could help by housing those animals who are not ready for adoption by providing foster homes as well. They're open 2 to 6 p.m. on weekdays, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the weekends. And you can get more info at Barks.org. Right. Number one. A copyright lawsuit is seeking to have Top Gun Maverick pulled from theaters. The original film was based on a magazine story, and the heirs of the writer say that they've actually regained the rights to that story. So the sequel is unauthorized. The original Top Gun was based on a 1983 magazine story called Top Guns by a writer named Ehud Yone. And his heirs are taking advantage of a provision in the copyright law that allows authors to reclaim the rights to their work after 35 years. And they claim that Paramount didn't renew the rights to the original article before making the sequel. They did receive a cease and desist, but continue to release anyways. Uh, also, cases like this might become more common as studios continue to revive older franchises. One of the lawyers representing the Yone family also represented the writers of the original Predator movie who sued 20th Century to regain the rights to their screenplay. Also, we may see this uh, for, with some comic book writers trying to do the same thing to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. Listen, I am a big advocate for people having the rights to their work. I can't imagine putting this radio show on every day and not getting paid to do it, you know? So, mm -hmm. like, I get it. It's your rights. Here's my thing. It's like... What? Why? This movie has been in the talks for so long. The movie is literally released. Yeah. Like, it's out. And it's been out for two weeks now. Mm -hmm. And 
Now you want to like come in here and say something? Yeah. It's like the person yesterday that's trying to sue Mariah Carey for all I want for Christmas is you. Exactly. It's been out for 10 years. Like, 30, no, 30 years. Like thir- his uh, his whole thing was like 30 years since the like the song was released. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, yeah. what are y'all waiting for then? I like, know. there has to be some kind of statute of limitation. The movie's in the already theaters. Yeah. Like, no, y'all just woke up on a, on a random Tuesday morning. Like, oh, my God, did y'all hear? Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's been very well publicized. I know. This is Jess, and that was your top three. How often do you check your mailbox? And I know that might sound like the beginning of a very boring radio topic. <laughs> Sounds like NPR. How often do you check your mailbox? You never know what you might find. Mm-hmm. But honestly, though, it's kind of causing an issue with Garage Boy and, and Jess. So yeah. what's What's happening? I think checking my mailbox is the biggest adulting fail in my life. And usually in a relationship when one person is bad at one thing, the other is good at it. So like you balance each other out. Unfortunately, in this situation, both Garage Boy and myself are failing at this. We, for some reason, live our life as if the mailbox is non-existent. And it's not on purpose. Like every time we remember that we haven't been to the mailbox in I don't know how long, maybe a few weeks, not sure. We look at each other and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with us? Like, what is it in my brain that wants to like reject the mailbox? And I, I'm also maybe that may be an excuse, but our mailbox is like far away because we live in an apartment sure. complex. It so I'm might... hoping maybe like if we had a house and it was like right in front, you know, it'd be like routine, like get out of the car, check the mail- mailbox, whatever, I don't know. whatever. My last mailbox was literally attached to my front door. Still didn't check it that often. <laughs> Still didn't look at it that often. Honestly, <laughs> that's why I'm curious because I don't know if Jess is abnormal for checking it. How often do you think you or Garage Boy, your boyfriend, checks the mail? Honestly, on average. On average, I'm going to say... Once every few weeks. Three weeks? Maybe like once or twice a month. That's so bad. I don't know that I'm that far behind you, though. Honestly, I've been checking my mail the last couple of days religiously only because I... Lost my wallet in New York. Yeah. And so... You're, you were waiting for I'm your waiting cards. I'm waiting for my stupid cards, my you know Maryland driver's license, which, by the way, comes very fast. It came in like three days. Shout Holler. out. Yeah, shout out to the MVA. Um, but like, like what you said a few minutes ago, though. So typically, though, I might check my mail mm, once a month. Once a month. And... Th- Is it far away, too? Mm, I mean... I walk past it every day I go to the gym in my apartment complex. Okay. Literally every day. But here's the problem. And tell me if I'm wrong with the same thing in your house. Is that 98% of what comes in the mail nowadays, garbage. Yeah. Like, I don't need all these pre-approvals. I don't right. need... If I see flow one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> like, I don't need your insurance. <laughs> I, I don't I don't need, you know, uh, what else comes in the mail all the time for me? Or like stamps. Stamps.com. Yamaha. Don't need that. Yamaha steaks. What am I doing Hello with that? Fresh. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, so anything. I don't need any of that. So, like, my brain, I think, is just assumed that there's going to be nothing important in there. Yeah. But I'll tell you, every, like, the 98% garbage is followed up by that 2%, Once which in a blue moon. is literally the most important things you'll ever receive in your life, right? right? Yeah. There's there's nowhere in between. There's not things that are mildly important. Mm-hmm. There's only things that are non-important and extremely important. Yeah. So I... And you went, know what? They have our information. Why don't you just text me? Call me. Text me. Yeah. Text me. 
Mm-hmm. I'll check my text message every couple hours. Don't email me least. either because I'm really bad at that as well. It's better Please though. Text me. It's better. Yeah. So, for example, I my CPA screwed up my taxes last year. I sold my house in California. Yeah, Kramer's low key about to get arrested. Y'all, I think it's taken care of now. You but think? I, I haven't heard anything else about it. I don't know. Or because you haven't checked I your haven't mail. Haven't checked my mail. Okay. Maybe it's coming in. I don't know. Yeah. So I. The IRS sent me a letter and said, hey, by the way, on your 2020 tax return, you didn't report that you sold your house for X amount of money, meaning you paid zero taxes on that. And now you're kind of withholding money. Shady. And it was like you have it's like you have a month to respond to this. Okay, which for any other reason would have been fine. Yes. But when you check your mail once a month, once a month, Mm -hmm. I literally had eight days to be able to respond to this. So I hit my CPA up. I was like, bro, I know this sounds terrible, but I never check my mail, but the IRS is after us. We have to act fast. Us? He's like, no, the IRS is after <laughs> you. I, I genuinely, can you text us? I just don't know if maybe it's just a Jess and I thing. How often do you honestly check your mail? It sounds boring, but I think we need a group consensus on this. Yeah. Is it an everyday thing? Is it every week? Maybe every month? 410 583 1065, maybe also include how old you are because, True. you know, maybe if you're, you were used to getting mail all the time, mm-hmm. you check it more often. What are people texting? Uh, text right here. I check my mail like one time a month, if that sometimes once every other month by the time I check my mailbox is packed. Okay. Wow. I guess we're not the only person yeah. failing at this. Uh, I check my mail just about every day. I'm 32 and live in a house. Damn. Um, Nico says, I check my mail once a week, but once a month, y'all are crazy. That seems a lot then, huh? Because I think to some people that might sound crazy to only check it once a month. I don't know, though. It sounds like, on average, mm-hmm. most people are way more than we are. Mm, I'm 27. Never checked my mail. My fiance owed $400 to Easy Pass because of overdue bills. Still don't check it, though. No. That's what I'm saying. Why are we like this? Women, don't get a job. Instead, you should get a husband. Do you agree with that theory? And and you're thinking, wow, what year is this, 1950s? No, the year is 2022. Mm -hmm. And this kind of message is still being spread. So I want to present to you today a TikTok that I saw last night. This girl's name is Allie. Allie is sitting in the car with her friend. And her friend shows her massive engagement ring. And so her friend starts to, Allie starts to interview her about how she ended up with such a wealthy husband. Listen. Okay, Allie, show me your ring. Oh, here. Now, tell me what you do for a living. I love my husband. <laughs> and how did you how did you get that awesome job? I became a better human being, and I became feminine and also shocking, submissive. So that was the secret. So what are your tips to women that want to be a housewife? To embrace it. It's an actual job. You just can't get it in the public or private sector. Like you need you need a man to hire you for it. But that's okay. Because if you think about it, you submit to your boss who makes you clean stupid shelves at your retail job, right? Like, wouldn't it be better if you were cleaning your own shelves at home? And where where do you meet these men? Well, I think women should work for the men that they want to pursue. I know that sounds crazy, but it's really easy. So if you think about it, like, you want a lawyer, right? So then you should be a paralegal. Or if you want a dentist, then you should be a dental hygienist. Women will bully the woman who is the secretary that marries the doctor, okay? But who has the last laugh? Like, her in her McMansion with her husband who's hot <laughs> and the baby. Like, that's that's who has last laugh. So. All right, so that's going around TikTok right now. You'll probably see it if you hop on this morning. Yeah. 
What do you think about that theory, Jess, of her saying, listen, you know what? Like, why can't housewife just be a job? Why can't I just be this idealistic woman that a man would want to choose instead of going to be an employee that a employer would want to choose? Because think about it. You submit a resume. You know, you sub- all these skills, all these traits, everything else to be chosen. Mm-hmm. Her theory is, why don't I just do that for a man? And then I can, like, stay at home and live my life. Yeah. Thoughts? I, I don't want to say idealistic because that's not everyone's idea of the perfect woman. I think we've changed that. But I've seen this video and I, I do, like... The reason why it annoyed me when I saw it, because I feel like she is basically kind of crapping on women who do want to be a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home wife or a housewife or whatever, because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think, I feel like for a woman who wants to choose that life is just as important and just as beautiful as a female that wants to choose a different path for a career and occupation. What I don't like is the way she is portraying it as like being a servant or working under someone because I don't think a housewife or a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. is a servant. I feel that they are part of a team and that's what it should always be. And so it was frustrating when I saw this video because it was like she was making a mockery of it. Yeah. And basically, like talking about a female as if she's supposed to be a slave. Like to a second to a, I, a man or a woman. Exactly. Yeah. And that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So that was my take from the video. As a man, can I tell you though, as a man watching this video, I don't know that I wouldn't say I wouldn't do it in reverse. And I don't think I would be looked at twice for doing that, which is kind of a crappy double standard. I think that if I were to go meet some extremely wealthy woman and like, I'm like, yo, I'm just going to stay at home now. I got this rich wife. I don't think any I would think I don't think it'd be a trending but TikTok that's not video. The, no, but that's not the issue though. That's not what the issue is of a man or a woman wanting to be the stay-at-home person to help out at home. The issue is her making it seem like the other partner is the superior. That's my issue. There's nothing wrong with the man or the female wanting to take whatever that role is, but the other person isn't better or bigger or has some sort of authority. Doesn't they're not the one that gets to say when I say jump, you jump, and they say how high. I think that's it's a, what I don't like. I I, I I agree with you in that statement. I don't think that's how it goes though, in theory, because I remember my my ex wife didn't work, and I always felt like there was a weird complex because of that. Either I placed on her, or her she placed on herself because. I was the one making all the money, right? And she was the one that was spending all the money. So her and I didn't really agree if she should be a stay-at-home wife in the first place. Uh, but but that was your guys' lack of respect for each other in the relationship. That's not how it should have been handled on her end or your end. You know if, what I mean? If a woman, would you, would you lose respect in a woman if she was saying these same kind of things? If a friend of yours came to you and said, listen, all I want to do is, is just to stay at home. So I'm going to go and... Be whatever. Be submissive. Things you said here. Be submissive to a man. Those those are the be, things. And I would it, literally what I just said to you. I would say that to my friend. Live your life. Whatever makes you happy. But like you are not the person is not your superior. Mm-hmm. You still are important. You still have a voice, and it's teamwork, not one person over the other. If you feel like you're not so great at adulting, it's okay. We feel the same way. <laughs> so sometimes we have to turn to the advice of a child to make it better with a segment that we do called Dear Abby. She's a 10-year-old who's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. 
So who is Abby, Jess? Abby is my 10-year-old niece, and she lives in San Diego, California. I'm super close with my family, and so and she always likes to be involved in grown folks' business, you know what I mean? And likes to tell me what I should do with my life. So now I just talk to her about it. What's happening this week? I needed to know if I handled a situation between Garage Boy and I correctly, and I think I kind of just let him out there to dry. Mm. We have a little cameo this week, too. Abby is uh, joined by a special guest. My seven-year-old niece, Maya, her sister. Listen. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. I need you to tell me if I was messed up in this situation, okay? Oh. So, <laughs> I know. So, on our patio, um, a wasp, like, low-key started to build a nest in our outlet thing and I was like really freaked out about it but Gerald was the one who noticed it and he's like yo I think there's a wasp about to build a nest out there and I was like oh no but I wasn't like oh let me help you I was like oh no like <laughs> what are we gonna do and I just like let him figure it out and he like put gloves on and like a hoodie on and like covered his whole body out there and try to get rid of it but I didn't offer any assistance at all whatsoever. Was it messed up that I just let him handle the bug situation or should I have been like, what shall I do? Well, <laughs> if it were me, cause I do stuff like this, I would offer help, but you do you. You offer help? So if there's a bee outside and your dad's out there, you're gonna be like, dad, can I help you? Yeah. At my pool, I see bees drown all the time, and yeah. I save them. I grab my chunkla, or I grab my goggles, yeah. and I scoop them up. Because I want to save the bees, and I want to save their life, I still have to be cautious. Maya, I need your opinion on this too, okay? Why can't you just give, like, another opinion that you just tell them to stop doing that? Do not tell them to do that. Bees and wasps are like cousins, and by the cousins, I mean family. So they help the earth. Without them, there will be no humans. So I'm. So we're both wrong for killing it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. Love you, bye. Your nieces think you're a demon. You realize that, right? She was like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't care about the planet. I was like, wait, what? I'm going to post this video. When she's yelling at me, I am so shook because I did not expect that. You can watch it on our Instagram and Facebook, Kramer and Jess. You were expecting some good advice on relationships. I thought they were going to like help me. And they're like, why you suck? <laughs> we have much bigger fish to fry than what's happening between you two right now. <laughs> All right. Top three stories with Jess. Here we go. Now. Now. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Baltimore native Michael Phelps is finally headed into the Hall of Fame in the games that he dominated for nearly two decades. He was announced this week to be voted into the class of 2022 U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Hall of Fame. The induction ceremony will be Friday, June 24th in Colorado Springs. Phelps participated in five consecutive Summer Olympics from 2000 to 2016, winning 28 medals and 23 gold medals. In 2000, at the age of 15, he became the youngest American male Olympian since 1932. He is the most decorated Olympian of all time and the only male U.S. swimmer to compete on five Olympic teams. Yeah, why would this even be a question if he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame or not? What? That's you know crazy. What I mean? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. And I love these from here, you know. Congratulations to him. It's cool. Number two. It's happening for the first time in three years. Wendy's is changing its frosty lineup. 
Vanilla is out and strawberry is in. Don't get me started on this. The move is for a limited time. So don't worry if you are a Vanilla Frosty fan. Wendy's promises it'll be back after the promotion. But strawberry fans, let's go. How do you feel about it? That's what I thought you sit there for a second. Personally, chocolate all the way, all day, every day. I was going to say. Forever and ever. Y'all, we've had this discussion before. But why? This is rude because why you got to take one away? Why can't you just add it? I'm guessing they probably only have two machines. <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah. You only get, two levers. There's only two. So, like, it's one or the other. Yeah. But nobody goes to Wendy's. Because I first up, we had this debate like a year ago. If you're new to our show, we had this debate a while ago. Because I'm yeah. like, first of all, I didn't even know there was a vanilla frosty. Sounds stupid to me in the first place. Ugh. Number two, nobody chooses that one. No one's like. I don't. I, I don't agree with you. I think like I think a lot of kids like I like vanilla is typically like the first flavor just because it's vanilla. It's like bland, no, like low key. Nobody to kind of introduce you into like the sweets. You know. I no. think so. I don't. I feel like vanilla it shouldn't be taken away because it's kind of like the stepping stone to the heavy hitter. No one in their right mind would choose strawberry or vanilla over a chocolate frosty. Well, period. Period. I am always chocolate frosty, but I don't want to leave but you're not vanilla the vanilla hater. frosty fans <laughs> in the dark. Very, It's very inclusive of you. I appreciate that, all right? Number one. Dave Chappelle is doing his part to ease the pain of the May 14th mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. The comedian is giving all proceeds from a stand-up show in Buffalo last Sunday to the victims. And the racially motivated shooting in Buffalo killed 10 people and injured three others. No word on the exact amount of the donation, but the show did sell out within the hour. And it was a 3,000-seat venue. Chappelle will also be making his way to Maryland next weekend, performing four shows at Live Casino on Saturday and Sunday. Juneteenth. Already so. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. It's Juneteenth. That's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. This is Justin. That was your top three. Okay. Jess just told us that they're going to get rid of the vanilla frosty and instead, for a limited time, have a strawberry one. Yes. My argument is no one cares because we don't go to Wendy's for anything but a chocolate frosty. Jamie, nobody goes to Wendy's and chooses the vanilla frosty. That is correct. Let me tell you a story. Tell me a story. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Tell us. I am fired up. I went to a Wendy's one day Mm -hmm. because I was craving a chocolate um, frosty. Yes. The the superior flavor, by the way. The superior flavor. You guys, why not swirl? And (laughs) And then... I said, I'll have a small chocolate frosty. Okay. And he said, we only have vanilla. Ugh. Is that okay? Garbage. And I said, no, sir, it is not no, okay. Sir. You can take your trash out of here is what you can do. Right. That's like going to the doctor and them saying, we don't have a lollipop, but we'll give you a flu shot instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ain't nobody, don't nobody want no strawberry, no vanilla. We want chocolate. Why can't we just have all three flavors? Just chocolate. I will take strawberry over vanilla, but you tell me that it's vanilla okay over chocolate. I'm sorry. Back it up. Back it up, Jess. I just, we don't want your your negativity here today. I'm just trying to... It's hard It's hard out here. Kramer, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm her daughter, and I chocolate ice cream and chocolate frosty give me stomachache. I think frosty can only be vanilla and strawberry. Exactly. So I think, What's your name? It, what's your name? 
Olivia. Olivia, Olivia. This is what I'm talking about, Olivia. You should not be punished <laughs> for your stomach <laughs> issues and maybe the lactose situation that's going on. And you should be able to choose if you want vanilla, strawberry, or chocolate. It's chocolate or nothing. We don't want. We just want chocolate, or we want no frosting. Don't, don't ask me if vanilla is okay. Don't ask me. <laughs> you need to train your daughter. No. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 